0: the Torah tells us that there are certain relationships between men and women which are forbidden. For example, one may not have relations with one's sister, with one's mother-in-law, etc., etc. And the Torah prefaces this section with the following words, Perek Yudches, Pasek Beis. al Yisrael, Hashem says to Moshe, Speak to the Bnei Yisrael, Yemarta Alehem, and say to them, I am Hashem, your God. The obvious question is, why, is this, why was this necessary to say? We know already that Hashem is our God. So Rashi says, in his second explanation, Rabbi Eimer, he quotes, Rabbi Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, It is revealed and known before me, Shasofan lenateik ba'arayas that in the end they are going to be scourged by transgressing this sin of arayos of forbidden relationships. The natek we are translating for the moment as, will be scourged, they will be whipped. We will talk at length about the proper translation of this word. But Hashem said, I know that they are going to suffer because of their transgression of this sin of arayos." Bimei Ezra, and the days of Ezra. These were in the days when Ezra took a group of Jews from the exile in Bavil and brought them back to Eretz Israel. And the psukim there tell us that many of them had married non-Jewish women and other forbidden relationships. So Hashem knew that this was going to be a problem. Therefore, Hashem came upon them with a gzera, with a decree. Ani Hashem I am Hashem, your God. De'u mi gzera No, who is making this decree upon you? And who is it? Dianli I am a judge who can exact punishment from you. Venem on the shalem And I am trustworthy. I can be trusted that I will pay reward to those who are careful about this prohibition. As I said, the translation of Rashi's words, l'natek be b'arayos, is subject to question. Looking at some of the contemporary English translations of Rashi, we find one of them which translates that Linatek be b'arayos, that in the future, the Jews are going to be scourged by transgressing the prohibition of arayos. So this translator was understanding that l'nateik means to be scourged, to be whipped. However, I cannot find any other examples in Tanakh of the shorish nesek nun tav kuf to mean whipping or to be whipped. Furthermore, here we are talking about Arayas, about the forbidden relationships, and the punishment for these sins is much more severe than that of whipping. There are certain transgressions in the Torah that are... A person who transgresses them uh, is subject to makos, to 39 lashes, such as uh, someone who eats chazir, just for an example. However, the arayos are all what we call chayvechoros. They are at least subject to punishment of death from the heavenly court, and some of them, if done in a certain way, can even be punished by death meted out by the base Din, by the earthly Jewish court. So it's hard to understand why um, Rashi would say that the Jews are going to be whipped because of their transgression of Arayas. One of the other relatively modern translations uh, renders Linatekbe Arayas as they will revolt or rebel against the prohibition of Arias. Here, too, that is difficult, because none of the other uh, psukim in Tanakh, as far as I can tell, that use this Shoirish of Nun, Tav, Kuf, uh, use it in a sense of rebellion. As I have explained before, one of the methods that we should use when we see an unusual or difficult word in Rashi is to do what Rashi did when he sees an unusual or difficult word in the Torah itself, and that is to use the Tanakh as a dictionary, to look around Tanakh for a similar word and see from the context what it means based on that other place. Now, one of the earlier, much earlier commentators on Rashi does use this method. That is the Sefer Azikoran. The Sefer Azikoran is one of the earliest uh, perushim that was written to explain Rashi. The author, Rabbi Avram ben Shlomo Bakrat, was one of the Megurshe Sfarad. He was one of the Spanish Jews who was exiled from Spain at the time of the Inquisition in the end of the 15th century. He writes in his commentary on this piece of Rashi that we are studying that take b'arayas, first of all, he puts in a yud in the middle of the word lina take, so it becomes linatek, meaning that this is a nifl, this is a passive verb. It is saying that something is going to be done to them, not they are going to do something, but something is going to happen to them. And the Sefer Azikaran says the following, they are going to be lehisnageya ulehitstareya b'arayas. The Jews are going to be afflicted and are going to become Mitzoroyim. They're going to be afflicted with Saras because of their transgression of the prohibition of Arayas. Milashon, and he says this is based on a word in a Pesach, in Parshish Mitzorah, Perik nun dalit, the Chol Neger saras villanosik. It talks over there in summing up The whole parsha of Saras. These are the laws for every kind of negat Saras and for the Nesek. Nesek is also a name of one of the various forms of Saras. Now, here, as I said, he is using the Tanakh as a dictionary. He's saying that Rashi's words, Lina take Barayais, means the Jews are going to be stricken with a nesek, with a form of saras, because of their transgression of arayas. In fact, in Meseches Arachim, arayas is listed as one of the causes of saras. We generally think of saras as being caused by Lashen Hara, which is correct, but the Gemara also says there are a number of other sins that can cause it, and one of them is arayas. However, when we read the stories of Ezra bringing back the Jews from Bavil, and when we read that some of them had married non-Jewish wives, we don't find in the P'sukim that anyone was stricken with saras. Furthermore, Rashi does not, Rashi in other places does not seem to agree that saras is a, is caused by. Arayas, at least in Pshutai Mikra, in Rashi's understanding of the simple meaning of the Psukim. Why? First of all, Rashi never mentions this. Throughout uh, several places in Chumash, Rashi always says that Saras is caused by Lush and Hara, not by Arias. Furthermore, the Gemara that says that Arayas can cause Saras... Derive it from the story in Brachus when Sarah is captured by Pharaoh. She is kidnapped, and Hashem punishes Pharaoh, as it says, Vayinaga Hashem es Hashem afflicted Parai with great nigoim. So the Gemara is understanding that the words nigoim gedolim, great plagues or afflictions, is referring to zoros. However, if we look in Rashi. In uh, Sefer Bracious, Perik Yud Base, Pasuk Zion. Rashi Dafka does not say that. Rashi says that Nogaim Gedolim refers to something called Makas Rason, a Maka that is called Rason, Shatashmish Kosheli, that uh, f- relations are difficult, physical relations are difficult to someone who is suffering from this uh, Nega. So we see, and Rashi is based on a Midrash Rabbah, so we see that in Shol Mikra, in the simple meaning of the Psukim, Rashi didn't agree with this Gemara in Mesecha Sarochim. So it's difficult to say that over here, when Rashi says, that he means that the Jews will be afflicted with a Nesek, a form of Saras. In my humble opinion, the Rashi can be understood as follows. The Shorish, the root Nesek Nun Tav Kuf means to separate, to pull out, to uproot. This is the meaning that we see in a number of different psukim in Tanakh. For example, in Sefer Yeshua, the psukim describe how the Jews crossed over the Jordan River on their way into Eretz Yisrael after their 40 years of traveling in the Midbar. And the psukim tell us that, uh, similar to the way Hashem split the Yamsuf, so, so too, HaKadosh Baruch Hu split open the, the Yardain in order for the Jews to cross. Only over here, the procedure was a little different. Over here, Yeshua commands the people that the Kohanim should, carrying the, the Oren HaKadosh, they should first step into the water near the banks of the Yardain. This will cause the waters to split. All the people should pass across, and then it says in Perek Dalit, Pasek Yud Ches, and it was, Ka'alois Koyanim when the Kohanim noisei aroin brisa Hashem Yarden when as the Kohanim, who were carrying the Oroin of the Covenant of Hashem, as they stepped out of the Yardain, nitku Kapoisra Glei Koyanim elech the feet of the Koyanim, nitku, This shurish of nun Tuf kuf, their feet were separated. Their feet were uprooted from the riverbed to the dry land on the banks, and then and then immediately the waters of the yarden went back to their regular place, and they went just like yesterday and the day before on all of its banks. The water returned to flow as it normally did. So we see here, just for one example, that nitak means to be uprooted. When the Kohanim uprooted their feet from the riverbed, so then the water returned to its normal flow. Now, so Rashi is saying that Hashem knew that in the days of Ezra, Lena, take be the Jews are going to be uprooted and separated because of their prohibition, before because of their transgression of Arias. What does this mean? We know a very great klal, a very great general principle in Halacha, Yehudi Aphopishekata Yisraelhu. A Jew, even though he sinned, is still a Jew. No matter how much a Jew might sin he is still considered a Jew, and he is obligated in all of the mitzvahs. There is a story which I have heard about the Vilna Gaon. I was not able to verify this story in any way. But the story is roughly as follows. There was the uh, local church had issued some sort of a decree which was not going to be beneficial to the Jews. And the Vilna Gaon sought to intercede. Now the most important uh, priest in that area was actually a man who was Jewish, who had converted to Catholicism. The Vilna Gein invited this man to his home to speak to him. The, the, this priest came to the home of the Vilna Gein, and the Vilna Gein put some fruits or some drinks on the table, and he said to this priest, Machabrocha, make a bracha on the foods." And this priest laughed. He said, Me? <laughs> I don't have to make a bracha. I'm the cardinal. I'm the bishop. I'm not a Jew anymore. And the Vilna looked looked him in the eye and said, My friend, you are a Jew, and you are as obligated to make these brachas as any other Jew. And these words, which came from the Vilna heart, They penetrated the heart of this Jewish priest and he eventually repented. He did a full teshuva and he abandoned his practice of Christianity. So we see a Jew is a Jew. However, there is a way that a Jew can damage the Jewish identity of his children and that is through the Avera of Arias. If a person has relations with one of the Chayvei chorus, for example, his sister, so the children produced by that union are called Mamzerim, and they may not marry a regular Jew. In effect, they are missing somewhat in their Jewishness, although they are Jewish and they also must keep all the mitzvahs in the Torah, but in a certain sense, there's something lacking. A regular Jew may not marry them. If a Jew, if a Jewish man has relations with a nochris, with a non-Jewish woman, his children are in fact not Jewish at all. Those children are not obligated to keep the mitzvahs. They are not Jewish. So although a person can do every form of terrible sin, and he himself is still a Jew, but his legacy, his progeny, can their Jewish identity can be affected by his actions, namely, through the sin of Arias. And this is what happened in the days of Ezra. So li'nateik bi'arayas. A Kaddish Baruch Hu knew that in that time of history, some of the Jews were going to be take. They were going to be uprooted from their Jewishness. Their children were going to be uprooted from their Jewish identity because of the father's sin of Arias. and therefore Hakadosh Baruch Hu comes over here with a very strong introduction to this parsha of Arias, and he says, "Ani Hashem Elokechem, I am Hashem your God." As Rashi says, "Bo Alei Bigzerah, He came upon them with a decree. I am Hashem your God. Deu mi gozer Alechem, No." realize who is making this decree upon you die in the para i am a judge who can extract punishment the Nem on the shalem Sochar. i am also to be trusted that i will pay a good reward to those who keep this mitzvah thank you for listening to directions in rashi with yochanan joseph author of the book directions and rashi available from feldheim publications Production aspects were carried out by Minagain Music. Visit them online by going to facebook.com/minagainbmore.